Hello and welcome back to the podcast. If you are seeing or hearing this right now, merch has officially dropped. Yay! So you can go to the site linked in the description or our bios on any of our social medias and get some. We also did not show the stickers last week, which we are super proud of. It took a long time to figure out what we wanted to put on these. And then of course, after we posted them on the Instagram, you guys had so many more good ideas. So definitely next time we will have more customized stickers. Truth is true. I know. Or how Peter we, Evans. How did we forget about those ones? So many things. But honestly, it took a while to design these because I really wanted them to be cute, but also funny. So they are funny. They just go with our little family here. So we definitely had to do these. So these will also be on the site. If you haven't gotten a chance to go, make sure you go check it out. Um, But we have some things to recap for this past weekend. I had my sister's second bachelorette party because I feel like this is also probably common now, but when you do an out of town one, Mm -hmm. not everyone can go. Right. So then they want to celebrate here too. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of the girls who went on the trip also came to this one. And I don't know about everyone else, but I was definitely not fully recovered still. I'm sure. I kind of forgot how quickly it was back to back. Back to back. You yeah. were home for like four days. I not know. even. I know. I was actually surprised with myself that I made it. I was like, I don't know how I'm doing this right now. I'm barely functioning, but lots of coffee. Um, That's pretty much it this weekend. I mean, it was yeah. kind of low-key chill weekend. Very low-key. Besides that, um, but following up on a few things that we've talked about, remember how I said mm-hmm. I got asked by the Google workspace to be in the AI lab? Yes, I do. It has officially allowed me into the lab. They accepted me. You know, this doesn't surprise me. I feel like they wanted you to be like apply and advocate. get accepted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an advocate for it. I don't know about that, but... It's literally, so I used it, and it's pretty much just chat GPT built into email. So if you go to write an email, Mm -hmm. there's a little button you can press that says help me write, and you can just type in a prompt, like email this person asking them for their availability for meetings, or write me an email explaining something, and it will just write it for you like chat GPT does so crazy but it was kind of cool because have you ever seen those travel hack tiktoks where they say if you act as a personal assistant yeah you can get a lot of upgrades and all that so one of the things i asked it to do was write an email as a personal assistant for me shut up asking for um special treatment for a vacation and it literally wrote it and it was so good it was like hi this is so-and-so you know could you give what they this, claim to this, be a personal assistant? This is so-and-so's personal assistant. Oh, okay, okay. And then they listed out like all the upgrades that they wanted me to have. And it was like a fruit basket in the room when you get there. Oh my god. An, an upgrade to the next level of room that you have. And I was like, oh my gosh, I actually kind of want to try to use this. That, no, we should for scientific purposes only. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> also, though, we 
have to follow up on Ask Us About Tom Brady. Tom Brady. So remember when we said that 2023, Tom Brady's going to date Kim Kardashian? We did say that. We could roll the clip. I don't remember when we talked about Me it. Me neither. But. I have no clue. But I know it came out of our mouths. And supposedly it's happening. Yeah. They were asked about seeing each other and he said they're having fun yeah and we all know what that means we do they're (laughs) they're dating um well supposedly said they're not dating but they're having fun which next thing you know like that's gonna be the next headline but they were supposedly driving around or she was driving around in his golf cart because she was looking at property in Florida where he lives Bahamas and oh really yes they were at the Baker's Bay Golf and Ocean Club which is an exclusive a very exclusive residential only community in the Bahamas and she was rumored to have allegedly called him prior to her little trip and asked him about these properties to give him advice and then when she was spotted there people were thinking she was on his golf cart but I guess that's been debunked But they're still speaking out about it. And still saying they're having fun. Yes. So. And she really likes him. That's what, that's what a source said. I think it was like Dumois. Yeah. You sent sent me it, but um, we called it. So we just had to, we just had to point that out. Which is wild because I was so convinced after this weekend and seeing her at playoff game after playoff game. For the Lakers, I really thought that her supporting Tristan was just a front to like see her man's play. I don't know. Maybe she was dating somebody on the team. I don't know who her man's would have been. People were saying that. I saw that a lot too. I also saw like the other perspective of people being like, if my sister got back with a guy like Tristan, you would have to force me to be in the same room with him. Dude, I was thinking the same thing. And everybody was just not okay with how on board she is for forgiving him. Right. And I can understand, like, North as a child. She does not understand the situation at large. They shield their kids from that kind of thing. But if I grew up to be an adult and found out that my mom, well, one, I'd probably be pretty happy that my mom shielded me from the situation, but I'd be like, I did not want to support him. He was a cheater, and I was out there with signs for him. Well, the speculation was that because she has such a, like, pull with the public, that if she supports him. Then the public shows, will? Yeah, like, shows that she forgives him, then everybody will. I hope they're will. not using her like that. I don't know. But also at the Lakers game was Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny, mm. which, you know, after we've talked about this a few times, they really weren't showing that they were together. Then after, I believe it was Coachella, mm, something else, something else, they went out together after mm-hmm. and were actually together and we're like, oh, dang, like, so they're officially together. Mm-hmm. And I think this was one of their other first public spottings together and I saw a lot of videos of people speculating that she doesn't seem that into him. No, she was she was on top of the girl next to her, to the right of her, when he was to the left of her. She was leaning away. And you know that one guy on TikTok who does the line test? Yes, which like, I don't understand how the line tests work because I feel I like his logic is different <laughs> every, every time. time. I think he made it up. But in theory, his line test is like, 
if the person is pointing towards you and you're pointing away, then your lines aren't crossing and you don't actually like each other. It's not going to work out. And I don't know about the line test being accurate, but there are things in psychology that say subconsciously your body, if you like someone, you'll mimic the things they do. Mm -hmm. You'll point your body towards them. And she was doing all the opposite things. But then people were wondering, was it because she likes someone on the team because she's been known to like date basketball she players loves a basketball player so then people were wondering did she want to seem single so that everybody there thought she was single Dude, I could see it and then also leaving I saw a video of her saying hi to Michael B Jordan who is newly mm. single or not newly single I guess but single and he was there and she said hi to him but didn't introduce Bad Bunny to him. And they just like walked through after. So then people were like, did she want him to think she was single? And Maybe like she, she wants knew them all he was there. she's single. Who knows? But yeah, people were not too happy with the way it looked from the outside of like her looking not interested in him. Well, maybe Kris Jenner just, you know, arranged this PR little stunt with Bad Bunny. She's not having it. She wants her men <laughs> in uniform. And by in uniform, I mean basketball uniform oh my gosh uh, <laughs> ridiculous well speaking of newly single but maybe not single taylor swift related news for her so every weekend Dude. her tour is making a headline for something new and i we talked about this before but i have never witnessed or seen an artist get more publicity during a tour. I feel like usually when an artist goes on tour, you hear like one or two things about the tour. They kind of almost disappear in a way yes. because they're so busy. But not Miss Taylor Swift. It's the opposite. She is headline after head. And like even with like Harry Styles when he was on Love On Tour, which I'm surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if that tour was still going on because that tour has been like endless for the past I think it's still going on. It probably is. <laughs> um, but like there wasn't the type of headlines that you're seeing from Taylor Swift's era tour. Yeah, I feel like with uh, Harry Styles tour, it was more like videos of him interacting with fans in a funny yeah. way every time, but not actually newsworthy. It was more right. just circulating on TikTok yeah, and like stuff. a viral thing. Not making the news. This, no, this is a big deal. So Taylor Swift defended a fan from a security guard mm -hmm. during her show because she saw the security guard telling the fan, supposedly the fan said anytime they touched the railing or jumped up too high or mm -hmm. anything, the security guy was on top of them, like basically being like, don't have fun. Yeah. And somehow, some way, Taylor saw it during Bad Blood of all songs and yelled at the security guy mm -hmm. while continuing to sing, which I'm not surprised by in any way and it went with the song also so well i know of all now, songs can we get like bad blood taylor's version eras tour version i i <laughs> honestly think it's gonna happen the fans are gonna demand it because the fans i have seen shirts made i have seen viral tiktok sounds being made with the background noise of and whoever's video that captured this and is like people are using this sound how crazy it's, it's like because now we got bad hey she's fine, fine. She, she didn't wasn't do doing anything. anything 
hey stop <laughs> it was so perfect it was literally so perfect. i know with the lyrics too she's like because baby now, now we, we got, got bad but hey stop yeah <laughs> and, and the security like, guard yes. got escorted out yeah the security escorted the security out and supposedly this guy was like a higher up at his as a security as well so he's his, on a power trip the lower people like came and like I could just imagine, how embarrassing like, picking like each one picking one side up and being like come on like it doesn't get much worse than the artist at the tour calling you out like we've seen that before with like I feel was it Cardi that called out her um the sound people the sound yeah. people but for security to get called out by the artist like that's that's so unfortunate, that poor dude. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are questioning. It's kind of been a thing that what is the concert etiquette supposed to be anymore? Because Oh my gosh. There's been a lot of videos that other people are taking of other people while at the concert, being like whether it be an influencer and mm -hmm. they're like, this person's like videoing the whole thing because they're an influencer, or whatever the case is. And people just judging the way that other people respond to the concerts. Yeah. And I'm very confused about this because why do you like, I don't know. It's weird to me to think that people are watching you instead of the show. That is very weird. I honestly, I, I mean, I am attending the Eras tour when Taylor comes here and I'm kind of concerned for my surroundings. I'm like, I feel like I need to be acting a certain way acting a certain way but the thing is like you can't be too wild because people are getting mad at people being overly into the concerts and being like almost obnoxious to where they are i don't know how they're screaming so loud you can't hear her yeah you performing. can't hear the performance yeah. but then people are also upset if somebody is respectfully like you know taking a minute to sit down relax like i've seen videos of people being Oh my gosh, all these people in on the floor in the lower bowl are sitting. The 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 nosebleeds could never. We're up here having the best time up here. Like people are allowed to sit and news flash, not every like unique ability disability is visible. Some people have sensory issues and have to fucking sit down. So chill out and let people live. Oh, I'm it just get doesn't heated. affect it doesn't affect you and it's it's weird that you care like it doesn't change your experience no it makes your experience you, worse yeah unless you let it so just ignore it but I thought this was absolutely wild and possibly a safety hazard I wasn't really sure how this was going down but did you see the video of yeah 20,000 people outside the stadium gathered yeah I don't know how how is security is allowing that but maybe it's because they're too concerned with you know people singing too touching loud inside <laughs> touching the rail touching the rail because yeah. i would think that i don't i mean i guess maybe it's public land so there's nothing you can really do about that many people but i'm surprised something hasn't been done to like provide crowd control yeah, crowd kind. control safety I'm sure measures they're having to now and it's probably honestly the cities that she visits are probably going to get upset because they're probably having to take their resources and stick them on the shows on the outside to control the crowds instead of doing what they normally do right. um and i was actually thinking about this for here like when she comes here what's going to happen because imagine um leaving the concert and how can you leave? Now there's 20,000 extra people that you have to get through to get out. Here's the saving grace with Detroit, though, is 
Ford Field is enclosed. And I think where this is happening more so. It's when it's open. All the stadiums that are open, people are standing outside because you can still hear the concert pretty clearly. And in some cases, you can even see the screens from outside the stadium. So people are tailgating, picnicking, hanging out outside. Here, I mean, I think you could maybe hear it to an extent from the outside. But I don't think it's going to cause the same kind of chaos that it's potentially causing in other cities. And I'm surprised we haven't seen more on TikTok about like the what, safety of it, the safety and what I, that's like. I do remember when the Nashville weather delay happened for her. People, people were, were saying that it was a little hectic inside and kind of scary because of the sequel. crowds. Yeah. And so I can only imagine if, if for some reason they had to exit and there was 20,000 people waiting outside, mm-hmm. how that would have gone. Um, but I definitely don't know if that's the best idea for everybody to continue to do because I feel like it is a safety hazard. It's going to be coming. Yeah. I'm yeah. really, I'm what, nervous about people perceiving me at the concert. <laughs> and don't I'm, perceive me. Don't perceive me, please. <laughs> beg of you. And I'm also nervous about getting home after. But some people are like, just, you know, pack a sandwich in your car, pack your comfy clothes and be prepared to sit in your car for like an hour to let traffic do its thing and then exit. Well, so, hope pack a porta potty then too because I feel like the bathroom situation at these has oh got to be out of control. Gosh. I I need You don't want to think about that. I don't want to think you about pack a it's diaper. coming up really soon. Pack a diaper. And I don't think I'm mentally prepared for all of this. Yeah, it's it's a little it's getting a little wild. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I mentioned before that I gave AG1 a try because I wanted to find a quick and easy way to supplement the nutrition our bodies need on a daily basis. Because let's face it, with life being so busy, it can be hard to keep up with getting all the nutrients you need. That's why I love AG1. AG1 is an all-in-one formula. In just one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day, there are 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients. So I take AG1 in the morning before starting my day and it makes me feel like I'm covering my nutritional basis for the day. It's one thing you can easily check off your list for the day and can give you the energy you need to complete the rest of that list, which sometimes can be really long. AG1 is delivered monthly, so you don't have to do any extra work to make sure to keep your healthy daily habit. You can also get the single serving packets like I do, so you never have to miss a day even when you are on the go. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash shady. That's athleticgreens.com slash shady. Check it out, and thank you to Athletic Greens for sponsoring today's episode. But also, getting a little out of control here, the things that people are deciding to sell from her concert, Mm. and I'm not even talking from her concert, which I understand kind of to an extent, people going a little wild, you know, they caught some confetti, and they want to sell the confetti. 300 bucks, that's wild, but people are doing it. But Mm -mm. then it's going as far as contact lenses that have seen the Taylor Swift Eras tour. (laughs) I think it's so funny. For (laughs) $10,000. But you know what? I'm alarmed because I feel that somebody might buy them. Somebody absolutely will buy them. them. Oh my gosh, you should have got the Google like glasses or whatever they are that record stuff. Shut up. Could have recorded them, sold those glasses. You should do that. I I should do that. I could make a serious 
pretty penny off of that. People are selling <clears throat> air from the Taylor Swift concert. People are selling dead mean? bugs from the Taylor Swift concert. That's fair. <laughs> that one's only 20 bucks, I think. And the air is 20 bucks, too. Yeah. I. It's 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 a little out of control. <sighs> but, I mean, what do you expect? Nothing from, less. From us Americans at concerts. Well, on the subject of of that and world <laughs> tours Beyonce is also on her tour right now and you know she did a concert in Sweden supposedly she started her tour internationally which, instead of which was surprising here. to me I think a lot of people were surprised about that but apparently she did two nights in Sweden mm-hmm. and people were taking videos like we just talked about of other people watching the show and because they were sitting Supposedly it was an older crowd and they weren't going wild, I guess. God forbid we don't go feral. (laughs) (laughs) And I've actually talked about this before with my dad. In different countries, people react differently at concerts to performances. Like in some countries, you don't say anything until the performance is over. And then you you only clap. clap at the end. Yeah. And... I feel like this could be one of those situations where it's just a cultural Probably. thing for Sweden and people are just not understanding that. But I think it's it's just different in every country that you go to, the yeah. reaction of the crowd. Um, and so basically people weren't reacting like Taylor Swift fans are reacting here. And mm. then I guess at another show, Beyonce thanked the crowd for their reaction and said, like, you guys are the best crowd I've had so far. Hasn't there only been, like... I think there's three shows that happened so mm-hmm. far. Not many. And people took that as her shading Sweden for their crowd. I hope not. But I don't feel... I think people are just reading into it again because Probably. of the way that the people there were perceiving it. I mean, Beyonce, this is not, you know, her first trip around the block. This is not her first right, world so tour. Right, so I would think she would know that and, and like expect that probably but, but this also is it. this is the thing i feel like a lot of artists say that same thing to every crowd every that's show what i was just gonna say i it's a very common thing to say you guys are the best crowd so far i mean how many times have we heard that in like every concert i've ever been to probably because we're there being crazy yeah but being fair <laughs> but I feel like that's just a normal thing to say, but people are just perceiving it that way because of the way that they felt, Mm. you know, that they wanted the crowd to act. So I don't think she meant it like that, but it's also interesting because just recently the Chainsmokers were talking about how respectful the fans are in Japan that they don't make any noise until, yeah. And so they took a video and it went viral on TikTok because of that. So I was so intrigued by it when they posted it. They're like, you know, one thing we're always going to expect when we go to any concert in Japan is the most respectful people. They're like, we we go out there, we go to walk on stage, and we think, dang, we probably didn't even sell 300 tickets. <laughs> and then the whole audience is there full. just politely, full, completely sold out, just sitting, waiting. waiting. I, I'm kind of jealous. That kind of seems nice. Peaceful. Like a very peaceful way to start a concert. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's just a difference of culture is that yeah. like we just don't we're not used to it right. here because we have are, a different type of um, concert culture. Yeah. 
But I kind of, I saw a TikTok of somebody comparing Taylor Swift and Beyonce's tour. And I'm not going to do that because I oh, think oh. they're in their own right. But I did want to look up some of the like stats on what they're just making. Factually. Just the facts. facts. These are the facts. Um, well, I think it's cool that they're both touring at the same time. I don't know. It's just cool yeah. to have it. Um, two icons, two queens. Exactly. But Taylor Swift is making more than $10 million a night on performances. Me too. And fans are spending more than $2 million a night on merch. Shut up. That doesn't surprise me because I don't know if y'all have heard about the blue crew neck, you know, gate. There's this blue crew neck that fans are going crazy over. Haven't it's heard of just it. just a piece of merchandise. It is hard <laughs> to come by. <laughs> um, well, based on these current numbers... She will settle between five hundred million and six hundred million with her current schedule, but she hasn't announced any international dates yet. So if she does, it will be over that amount. Wild, but it's being more common that these prices for the tickets are going up, and supposedly the reason for that is because artists are now also recognizing, besides that whole like. Ticketmaster gate situation. Mm-mm. Artists are realizing, well, if we don't sell them for that much, scalpers are going to sell them for that much, and we're just losing the money because they're going to go resell them and make all the money. That's true. But you know, something really cool Olivia Rodrigo's team did with scalpers was they, I know for a, not for a fact, but I think this is what happened with the Detroit show. The, their team bought back all the tickets that scalpers had. And then we went to like all the fans that were like verified fans trying to get tickets and then sold Sold them them at at face value because that's how I got to go. Really? Yeah, it was a beautiful thing. It used to be illegal in Michigan to sell a ticket for over face value. But the reason they don't do it is because it's supposed to allow customers to recoup their costs if they can't go anymore. Mm. So think of it like travel whatever everything that everybody was complaining about before Travel, that we talked about your breakfast your, your lunch, lunch your dinner <laughs> um and so it was a, it was made for that reason so that if you had extra costs that you did to travel there you're not going to get your plane ticket back or whatever and you can't yeah. go anymore you could recoup the cost by reselling it for a higher Got value it. that makes sense but there are still states where you're not allowed to but i'm pretty sure people just do it anyways yeah. um because the cheapest tickets here now are a thousand one hundred and twelve dollars. That's and they're like not behind the stage. Yeah, like behind the stage. Not that there's a bad ticket to get at the Eras tour, but they're definitely not good tickets for that price. Right. But I they are not, tickets. They exist. And that's about all we can you say could about then them. Then sell your contacts for ten thousand dollars and make a profit. Possibly. So just consider that. Possibly. Um but the Beyonce tour is also earning an absurd amount of money. Mm. Absolutely just groundbreaking here. Here we have $6.8 million to $7.5 million per show. Mm. And her tour is projected to make around $300 million. So I have a question. Do you think that contact lenses from... Beyonce's tour or Taylor Swift's tour would make you more money. I think you should go to both <laughs> and sell them both. Make a quick 20 grand on some contact lenses. There you um, go, people. But I really liked this fact. Pink 
Beyonce and Taylor Swift are all doing stadium tours this year. Heck yeah. And they may all become billionaires this year because of their tours. Let's go. That's that an incredible just, news. <laughs> that's great for them. <laughs> I'm really happy for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just wild to think about. And I honestly, I forgot, but Pink is coming here too. When's she coming? This summer. Dang. Yeah. And I've seen her before. I mean, I've seen them all before. I feel like she'd be really cool. To she like does the, like goes up in the sky and yeah. does this like stunts and it's stuff. It's like Cirque du Soleil in there. Yes. It literally, last time I saw her, that's what it was like. Well, we should consider that. And you know, maybe we can make a good, cool <laughs> 30,000 off of contacts this summer. Also making history, Martha Stewart made history as Sports Illustrated's oldest cover at 81 years old. That is, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, what was on our 2023 bingo card and what, what was not. This. This was specifically not on it. I agree. I also specifically didn't know she was 81. Honestly, me neither. I feel like that's a new fact to my attention right now, and I'm feeling kind of wowed by that. I am, because I feel like she just gives off, like, these youthful vibes yeah. anytime you see her. She's been doing so much cool stuff, too. She is a cool fucking woman. <laughs> I, let me just say that. Anytime she's, she's doing it. something, I'm like, wow, she's a badass. Yeah, these women are really out here killing it right now. Mm -hmm. And she looks great in the cover. She did. Um, And before we get into... The shady stories. Some random shade that I saw on TikTok that I just had to bring up. Love random shade. There's a whole thing going on right now mm. between this tattoo artist and somebody who wanted to get a tattoo. Mm. And it brought, I think, to the attention of everybody that tattoos now are so expensive along with everything else. But supposedly a lot of new tattoo artists are imposing a different kind of pricing model where you're charged for a consult, a redraw, a touch-up, their time. And people are starting to really pick it apart to be a, a scam in a way. It does sound quite like a scam. And this just happened where this really famous tattoo artist, I don't really know a lot about I've said before, I don't have any tattoos, so I don't know that much about it. But everybody that I've ever known that like got a tattoo I feel like it's just a set price you go you pay for like the size of it and like the amount mm -hmm. of time it's gonna take and then that's it yes in my experience and I do actually have I have two tattoos <laughs> two a two some someone would say three but the third is white ink and it didn't didn't go didn't really so well. Didn't go the way you planned. No, it's you can't tell it's there. It's really quite disappointing. It's supposed to be a lightning bolt on my wrist and white ink. I digress. Um, yeah, I randomly just showed up at tattoo parlors um, the both times with little to no research done on my tattoo artist, but I was charged none of these fees. I think it's different too, depending on the like intricacy of the tattoo. Mine are not intricate. Correct. Correct. But I <laughs> I still would be very, I feel like you pay for the tattoo and the time and then like the other stuff should be included almost. Yes. Like I feel like the redrawing and the touch up fee, like if the touch up is happening like in real time as you're getting the tattoo, not like you're going back after a couple months for a touch up. 
I feel like the redraw especially, that is like very much so like putting pressure on somebody to just say okay to the first version right, of the drawing. Permanent. Yes, and I'm not okay with like, you know, pushing permanency onto somebody. Um, But even with the touch-up fees, I think when I got my first one, the artist was like, here's our card, like come back and like, I think you had like a certain number of months where like you could like come back and they would if touch it, it up for free. Yeah, because I feel like at that point, then it could be something that happened while you were getting it that it exactly. didn't stay right. I mean, I, I it, don't know. The redraw thing really gets tricky because if you're explaining to somebody what you want and then they don't draw it correctly, or if you give them almost an exact mm-hmm. drawing and they don't do it, but they know they're going to get paid if they mess up the drawing, it could turn into scammy behavior really quickly because you could just purposely not draw it that good, knowing that now they have to pay right. for another one and you'll right. redraw it better each time. Right. There's a very thin line there because I can understand how like with some drawings, I can understand that some tattoos are super incredibly intricate and probably takes a lot of time to draw the tattoo to begin with and then somebody not get the tattoo and have you redraw it multiple times like that's one thing and I can understand that that would be really frustrating but then at that point charge a deposit fee yes exactly and then keep the deposit there's other ways like here's a deposit fee for x number of drawings or x number of like iterations because at some point like it's like okay How many times are you going to change this? Yeah. Of course, change as much as you want. It's going to be permanent. I can see both sides, but I can can for sure see people taking these fees too far. Well, other tattoo artists were coming forward and kind of throwing shade as well, being like, nah, that person is like definitely taking advantage of their customers because they're just like well-known and can kind of get away with it. Um, But yeah, that was just some random shady behavior going around that I saw and with that let's get into some shady stories starting with shady story number one the sneaky ex normally I'm the most chilled out person but one morning my now ex that I was with for eight years from the age of 14 told me he had a job interview and one of his mates was also going for an interview so me thinking that's great I simply say goodbye and good luck A few hours later, I was still waiting for him to come back to see what happened. Another hour passed, so I started to worry. I called around trying to find him. I get a call back from his mate he was saying he was with, and he said that my ex had been kidnapped by a gang that he used to get in trouble with, drug dealers and the police. So me panicking, trying to find out what was going on, ringing everyone we know, trying to get help, when a little while later, I get a call from his cousin to tell me that it was all lies and he's actually at his mate's house. I obviously... My worry has turned into anger, and I was seeing red. I got a lift to the house I was told he was at, and there he was in the kitchen window (gasps) with another girl. Safe to say, I flew into a rage, stormed through the house, and punched him square in the face. I screamed at him and then walked out. I've never done anything like that before, and I've never had anyone make me feel anger like that before. You could probably guess it didn't last long after that. It didn't last long after that. It should have... (laughs) Been over and done with right then and there when you punched him square in the face. That's, I. That wasn't the end? No, that's, that's, I guess they were, it didn't last much longer. What? Um, yeah, I feel like the most messed up part is telling someone, oh yeah, I think they're in trouble with a gang. Yeah, that's so extreme. And then they're actually just at their friend's house. Like, 
That's a really bad lie. And the fact that this story, the sneaky ex, like, aren't they all? Aren't they all sneaky? As soon as I read this story to Brittany before, that was the first <laughs> thing she said. I go, oh, it has a title. And she's like, it, aren't they all? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're not a fan of the exes. Um, I, I think the worst part, the shadiest part of this is being like, oh, yeah, I think I think he's in trouble with the gang. Like you couldn't think of something else. Like, oh, he's sleeping. He took a nap. He's not feeling too well. Right. He He's caught up with a gang. Like, they wanted you to go searching for this man. <laughs> That's so bad. They kind of asked to get caught, though, then at that point, because, like, you wanted her to go searching for him. Well, I she mean, found him. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know, maybe Deep this down. was done on purpose. Deep down, maybe. I'd say this is, like, a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, 7.5, because violence isn't always the answer. Beautiful message. <laughs> Thanks. All right, shady story number two. Me and my family used to live in a small town in Germany. One day we came back home after a long day out with my family. We saw someone who broke into our house because of our balcony door was wide open and everything in our house was messed up. Later, we found out that my parents' safe where they had stored our savings was stolen as well. It was a small but heavy box. A few days later, me and my brother went outside to playing in a cornfield that was not far from our house. Suddenly, I stumbled upon a small hole that was digged right on the middle of the field. Inside of the hole was our safe, completely demolished and open. We were trying to get back home to tell our parents about it when a man wearing a bandana came towards us. He probably wanted to check on the box or something. We ran as fast as we could and we also arrived home safely. When we later came back to the safe, it was gone. Fast forward a few months, and it turns out that our neighbor was the one who broke into our house. He was caught by the police in, when he tried to break into another house that was not far from ours. I can't believe they went... Well, I can't believe a lot of things in this story. One, that they were playing in a random cornfield, because that just seems like a scary movie waiting to happen. Um, secondly, that after seeing somebody with a bandana that was clearly, you know, approaching them a little sus enough for them to run quickly home. They went back to the scene of the crime and wanted to see if the safe was still there. I'm sure at that point they got their parents, right? No, it just, I just think that they went back out there and were like looking a little while later. I feel like whoever this criminal was, wasn't that good at it wasn't a smooth criminal because you're hitting up houses that are your neighbors <laughs> like i think they're gonna find out yeah yeah not a smooth criminal here um i title for that one I, that's that should have been the title um but i feel like it's not too shady i mean he was caught he was caught justice was served um so i would give this probably a a five out of ten. Maybe a four. Whoa, whoa. I'd say like a six out of ten. Six out of ten. I mean, it was kind of spooky, but not too shady. All Wasn't right. too cool of your neighbor, though. Shady story number three. I ended up inside of a stolen hot air balloon a couple of years ago. To clarify, in March 2019, my friends and I attended a hot air balloon festival in nearby Ocala, Florida. As the festival folk were filling their hot air balloons, we noticed a dog in the back of someone's truck belonging to one of the balloon handlers. 
We decided to ask if they would let their dog out of the truck to sit with us while we watched the glow when the balloons were all up and lighting up after dusk. The man who owned the dog was super nice and immediately said no, so we accepted that. He returned right away to say sorry about saying no, but we could instead run inside of the hot air balloon while it was filling up if we wanted. This was not common in the festival, and I'm sure the staff wouldn't have given the okay, but we asked zero questions and immediately ran into the balloon. Wonderful experience, super unexpected, and the rest of the festival went normal. I went to post photos the next day, and only a few hours after posting, I started getting tagged in tons of news articles regarding a stolen hot air balloon, first crime of this sort in over 175 years. I looked back at our photos, and this was the very same balloon these shady folk with the cute puppy let us run inside of. No wonder they didn't mind. It didn't belong to them. That is so terrifying to find out. I literally found the article about it. That's crazy. I mean, like, being in a hot air balloon in itself is pretty freaking scary. Didn't you do it? Yeah, I did. I In Arizona, it was very cool, very beautiful. Highly recommend. Um, if you're scared of heights, probably not. But you're kind of just like up in the air and you really have to trust who is piloting your hot air balloon. I don't think I could. It feels very not controlled. No, super not controlled. Like and, one gust of wind. Well, yeah. And then when we were landing, the guy that was like piloting our hot air balloon specifically told us yeah we might the we might tip as we're like landing because if we hit a cactus or a tree the hot air balloon just might like land sideways and that's just normal also when landing i don't like that they have like a little at least this was the case for the hot air balloon we went on they don't know where the hot air balloons are gonna land because it's just kind of like could be potentially anywhere in within like a certain radius. I don't like that. And they have a little van follow you. <laughs> so we were like coming in hot, like landing. Because you're like kind of moving fast. And this car was like trucking after us. See, getting. But then while they clean it up, we got to have a beautiful like sunrise um, breakfast with mimosas. Like I remember you saying that part. And I was like, that sounds, <laughs> sounds fun. Nice. But the rest of it, I wasn't too sure about. It but was cool. also, who the hell piloted this thing then if they just ran inside of it? I feel like, oh, I don't know who piloted theirs. I was going to say ours was like Captain, no. Captain <laughs> Willie, I want to say. Um, no, I just mean, if somebody gave me the option, like, you can run inside this right now for free. Here you go. I think we signed waivers or I something. I think I would be like, nah, that's okay. Yeah, just don't do that. Okay, so we've learned but a few also, things today. <laughs> If you get offered to get into someone's hot air balloon, don't, don't do, do it. it. It could be not theirs. Could be wrong. Could be stolen. And mm -mm. violence is not the answer. That's what we've learned. Wow. Two great <laughs> life lessons. How common do you think it is for somebody to just offer somebody to get into their hot air balloon? Clearly not that common because apparently the only other crime of this sort was 175 years ago. What was that crime? But I also want to know a stolen hot air balloon. Yeah, but like, how do we know? Who the hell has an air, hot Who air balloon? Who that 175 years I'm just ago? Saying, if you're not a company, it's like skydiving. It's like you can't just go skydiving. You have to be a company to do that. Like, who just owns a hot air balloon? Like, yeah, it's in my backyard. Somebody stole it. <laughs> it's like, who? Why, why did you have that? I'm sure somebody out there just has one. Why? I don't know. That's very alarming to think that there are people just 
taking them up, just having a good night. Just on nor- We'll go for a nice car ride. You guys go for a hot air balloon ride. Yeah, it seems like that's they're how you pretty spend- big. Like yeah. They're really big. That's pretty scary to think about. Anybody could just have one. Yeah, I'm kind of one on one and done in my hot air balloon ventures. That seems about right. That's up to you if you want to try that. Oh no, thank you. <laughs> Probably not. Um, I think this is like, you know what? I really like that this had an article that I actually this was is, able to find. This is legit. This is great. This is the most legit story I think we've ever read. <laughs> ten, ten out, out of ten, ten for that. <laughs> um, but that concludes this week's episode. If you are on the Patreon, or if you're not, we did a Make a Margarita video with us. So it was another YouTube-style video for the bonus content. It wasn't, you know, sitting here in the, you know, with the mics and everything. It was just a little fun Make a Marg with us, my secret recipe. And so that was pretty fun. And then, like we said, Make sure you check out the merch if you haven't done that yet. It is up and running. And we will see you guys in the next one. Bye, everyone. Bye.